Welcome to Redefining Success, the Kingdom Builder Spotlight. I'm your host, Eric L. Dunavant, the Mindset Disruption Strategist and President and CEO of Paradium. My teams and I redefine success for purpose-driven families and businesses by challenging social norms and balancing family and finance to build kingdom impact and generational prosperity. I believe that there are families and businesses that have learned to give a new definition to the word success from a kingdom perspective. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the next 20 to 30 minutes where we take traditional thinking and turn it upside down. Hello, everyone. This is Eric L. Dunavant, the Mindset Disruption Strategist. Welcome back to another episode of Redefining Success. Today, I have with me Chris Prefontaine, who is the founder and CEO of the Smart Real Estate Coach. I'm going to just read his bio because this is just powerful. He's a three-time best-selling author of Real Estate on Your Terms, The New Rules of Real Estate Investing, and Monika Sawyer's Real Estate Investing for Women. He's also the founder and CEO of SmartRealEstateCoach.com and host of the Smart Real Estate Coach podcast. He's been in real estate for over 30 years. His experience ranges from constructing new homes in the 90s and owning a real estate executive franchise to running his own investments and coaching clients through North America. So today, Chris runs his own buying and selling businesses with his family team, which purchases two to five properties monthly. And they're in the trenches every single week with everything going on in real estate and everything that we're experiencing today. This is going to be just a great time. Chris, thank you so much for being with us. You bet. I'm psyched to dive in and hopefully we can drop some nuggets while we chat. Absolutely. Absolutely. Chris, I read your bio, but the way that I start my podcast is always pretty much the same. You're, it's a Saturday afternoon. The sun is shining. I've invited you over to my house. I've got the barbecue going and I've invited all my friends over to the barbecue as well. So my listeners are my friends. Based, what, did, what, did I not tell my, what did I not tell my audience as you introduce yourself to my friends? Uh, cool. Cool question. Um, well, so we, we do what you said. We're in the trenches, my son-in-law, Zach, my son, Nick, and a great team. But the big, the big add to that is we go and teach that to people all across the country in, in a little bit into Canada. So I'll say North America, mm -hmm. but, but the reason I'm saying that is if I was sitting in that environment is in real estate, it probably every business, but certainly in real estate, there's a enormous gap from someone doing actually executing in our case, doing deals hmm. uh, from the time when they saw a seminar or took a course. Right. And so we, when we say we're in the trenches, like we lock arms with them and we do it with them. And that's hmm. getting rid of not, not totally, but eliminating a lot of the gap, if you will. So Got that's it. the only thing I'd add. Got it. So you seem pretty passionate about real estate and helping other people kind of do their own thing in real estate. What are, the best ways or the most exciting ways that get you out of bed every morning with that energy that you get to live that out every day. The best ways we live it out. Yeah, what's the, what, what are the things when you get up in the morning? Like I'm excited. I get to do a, B and C. What are the uh, things you're most excited of when you're getting out of bed every morning? Yeah. For me personally, cause each team member is a little different. It's, it's the deal piece. Um, seeing someone literally create the life of their dreams. It, it's our, it's, it's our purpose of our company. It's a written purpose, create the life of the dreams, uh, individuals and families. So I get, I get juiced for that. When I see people leave their W2, for example, mm. we've had dozens and, and it's our mission with our upcoming event to do more of that. 
That's exciting. Like when we say it, like people say, oh, you, you guys, you know, help them create the life of their dreams. It's easy to say. Yeah. But when you see someone in tears, you know, I, I can give example after example that because they can stay home with their kid now and they can work with their own. Like, it's just a game changer. The money's great. Yeah, it's phenomenal. But the that's a game changer. And then the deal piece, I would say only because the deals never change, Eric. Right. Never. The, I mean, really? always change. I'm sorry. They're never the same. OK, <laughs> so, so I'm always like going, OK, this is a new one. And I've been at it 31 years and I still get new deals shot at me. Yeah, that, that's exciting. So those those two things come to mind. So this is the Redefining Success podcast, right? What I would be interested to know is I don't imagine you woke up, you know, in your 20s or whatever, knowing how to do real estate. <laughs> I imagine that along the way, there's a story here of kind of how this journey started from you and what you were chasing after and kind of the things that you've learned because your passion about helping other families like find their, what I'd call their freedom. Mm. Um, you know, it sounds like you discovered your own freedom before you could teach anyone else. If you don't mind sharing that story, I'd love to, I'd love to. So two things audience. come to mind to the nature of your podcast, which I love. One is, um, I the very, very beginning, I'm, I'm going to date myself, but I'm talking eighties. And I'm yep. talking about like the first, one of the first few books I probably read was Trump's out of the deal. And obviously nothing to do with politics. It was in the eighties. Yeah. Um, and so all I knew was real estate. I didn't know what. Then I went the conventional, if you will, quote unquote, conventional route, meaning I was a builder. Then I did a mm. brokerage. You know, you read some of that, but but it was all conventional. So after the crash of 08, talk about kind of reinventing and redefining. After the crash of 08, I re-engineered the entire business. So mm. I wish I knew it then, but it, but it all revolves around creative real estate. Because that allows me now not to ever sign personally on a loan, which I hope all the listeners can get to the point where they never, ever, ever do that, even for their own personal house. Mm. And it also allowed me to have no limitations to how many properties I could buy because we do them with no money. So when I say re-engineer, restructure, redefine, it's been total, total flip-flop. So post-08 compared to pre-08. I hope, I hope that answered it, but that was the biggest thing I can think of in there. Well, I want to know if you don't mind sharing, like what were some of the, what were the, Maybe the hard moments, even like when you so you said you completely re-engineered it in 08. Maybe that's a great place to go. Mm. What is going on that goes, what what is happening that you're like, oh my goodness, I cannot continue doing what I'm doing. So now you've got to kind of rethink about how you approach that. Yeah, totally. Uh, because I got crushed uh, financially. So it's the opposite of what I just said we do to re-engineer it. It was sign personal loans, the market crashes, the banks come knocking, the IRS comes knocking, debt collectors come knocking. It was ugly. And so I, I almost didn't get back in because mentally I said, oh, well, this sucks, number one. But number two, was it me, right? It was a mm. blame game. So I was in my head for about three and a half years before I said, okay, I got I to gotta change something if I'm going to get back in the trenches. And so luckily, gladly, fortunately I did. And that was just going through sort of a protocol going, all right, what's in my box now? What am I going to operate with if I'm going to do this? And we began to bing them all off. The, the no signing on banks, the no using cash, the no gathering investor money. Um, the, the other one was, uh, quite frankly, I, as good as real estate was to me, I felt like every January I was starting over, almost oh. like a job. I hate to say because it, it wasn't as bad as having a job, right? right. But if you're going to start over every January, that is somewhat transactional. And, yeah. and so a lot of people, a lot of your listeners, whether, whatever they do, W2 or their own, if it's transactional, that had a change for me. And so the old way of doing real estate was that. The new way for us is we create literally three paydays for, for every single deal. So it's not just get a check, do another deal, get a check, do another deal. It's wealth building, it's cash flow, it's all of it at, at once. So that was a major, major thing.
was any when you're in the middle of that you said that three-year period where things are really stuck because one of the things i really like to share for my listeners is i don't know where somebody else is stuck and a lot of yeah. what our other guests have shared have been like hey here's how i finally broke through and uh, so were you walking with anybody did did something happen during that period that someone kind of came along your side and said hey here's a different way to, or did you kind of or what did you do to figure it out on your own even if you kind of did but what was yeah. what were the key points of breakthrough for you during that three-year period yep good question because i think i don't think i know in hindsight if i if i what i'm going to tell you next if i did it right away after I got beat up like February of 08 right away, yep. then things would have been a lot better for three and a half years. And that is seek out people that have uh, gone through what you went through and or worse and came out the other side successfully. Okay. Right. And that sounds easy. But when I did the first one, it was 2012 or 11, maybe 11. So three years. Uh, it was probably three years to the day, actually, spring of um, spring of 11. And I found someone that not only was doing very well at that point, but got beat up badly in the in the 08 crash so much so that he said he looked at my stuff and laughed and i thought this is overwhelming i can't even deal with it. <laughs> so it was seeking out other people um interesting point to this eric so i interviewed david nurse he's a mba like personal uh, high performance coach yep. and he said to me on this point he said chris these guys are making 10 or 15 million when i get them and all i do is i find and now he does more than i'm going to simplify but he finds someone literally on YouTube or wherever and says, all right, let's, let's find the person who's going through exactly what you went through or wants to learn the skill that you're trying to learn. Uh, and then let's model that behavior after that. So I'm big on reaching out to people. And mm. a lot of the listeners might think, well, you, you, that might be hard. No, you can read a book and reach out to the author. You yeah. can watch a video and reach out to the author. We get, we get a lot of inter interaction that way in, in, in our world. And that's what helped me after 08, basically. So when you, one of the things you seem passionate about is really kind of helping people discover the freedom of what the real estate does. I want to talk about the three paydays in just a minute, but what was your own, what freedom did you discover for yourself before you started teaching this to other people? And where was the moment of kind of going, man, this, this doesn't just work for me, but this kind of, this, this is so freeing for me. I can't keep quiet about it. Yeah. The very beginning, uh, the, the sort of the breakthroughs were the fact that a i didn't feel like I, well way back was okay i can do it again right i mentally got out of my own head and, and that yeah. was some mentors again not just mentors people i called saying hey chris uh newsflash you didn't cause the national crisis okay it was like <laughs> it was a big deal right. so get out of your head and get out of your own way that was one and then two when i stepped back in the trenches it felt good to be back in right but i wasted three and a half years but then when i figured out the three payday system for myself and my wife that was a big aha. I remember like it was yesterday and uh, this would have been end of 12 now, beginning of 13, doing my first, I think it was 12 deals. And okay. now in hindsight, that is small, but it was big then. And I remember the three paydays equaling about a million bucks. And I said, really? okay, now, and I don't have to be on the treadmill if I don't want to now for the next four months or whatever it might be. That was a breakthrough. Yep. And then I wish I could tell you to the last part of your question that I had this aha moment and said, okay, I'm going to teach people now, but I didn't. Um, I've coached in the past, not in this same arena, but I've coached in the past and loved it. But someone seeked me out. Uh, we have a military school here on the okay. island yep. and they seeked me out, wanted to learn. And then we built a business out of that. But so I, it was just organic how it happened. So I'm trying to decide which order I want. Tell me what the three payday system is. And then I want to, 
like don't spend too much time on it because I want to come back to it because I got a question just before that. So tell us just sure. so we're all operating from the same thing. What is the three payday system? How did what sure. very, very basic level? Uh cash now. So you do a deal, you get cash now like you always would, but then you get monthly cash flow from that deal. And then okay. you get long-term wealth from that deal. Sort of like the ideal business model for anyone in business, not yeah, just real right. estate. So I, I mean, I miscounted. One, um, you said three. Cash now, ongoing cash, cash flow, and then long-term cash out, which is the wealth building. Oh, okay. Got it. Two, okay. Four, five, awesome. 10 years. Awesome. Yeah. So you describe this when I read this as you're, you're buying and selling businesses with your family team. Tell me what that, tell me what that means. Inside of uh, buying and selling properties. Um, okay. With the family. And so it started with me and then organically my son, Nick joined. And, uh, and I say organically, cause the people say, well, do you have a plan like to bring the family in? No. And then my son-in-law and daughter were in the bartending and personal training business. And that got tough even over in a resort area. So they approached me and said, Hey, you know, what do you think? Is there any room? So just organically grew like that. So we, we buy and sell the way I'm talking about uh, earlier with no money and no banks. How is so? Some people who are in family business say that's fantastic. It's the best thing ever. Some people say <laughs> it's really pretty difficult. What's been your experience on that yeah. front so far? I'll tell you again. I'll credit someone who I learned from. But the the reason it's good and fun and healthy is we operate under a certain mission, purpose, and values. The key word there being the values we've established, and we establish them together. So it's not a personality issue when you get in a conference room or you're in a meeting, even when it was back just family. Now there's 18 or 20 of us. It it's does it align with the values? Is it mm. going to get us to our mission? If not, it's there's no argument or personality in it or, or or bias in it. It's all aligned with that. So can you share what those values are? Sure, I can show. If, I'll throw a few. Ideas. So no uh, direct communication, no gray area. So we're clear, blunt, and to the point. Uh, team over me. So we're always looking out for, for each other. And that's truly what's what's practice. Um, constantly innovate and improve is a big one. We've grown every year. We hit the Inc. 5000 the last two years. We just got notified, actually. And so right. that's a biggie. Uh, constantly innovate and improve. It's almost like a must. Mm -hmm. uh, so those are some key ones right there. Yeah. When somebody comes to you and so they're, so they're kind of getting started or they're learning this, um, what kind of personality or what kind of person do you find is kind of the best fit for the type of teaching and training that you do what yeah this is good so our sort of our avatar that we've defined now with some history uh -huh. uh, in no particular order people that either witnessed a family business or were in one okay. and kind of wanted to do it on their own right that that we attract them we attract people that love to um improve uh, for some reason so like your listeners and other podcasts yeah. that takes time to stop and listen to a podcast right yeah it is as good as that you're showing in ours and others it takes time so the people that we tend to attract those people that are avid improvers, right? They're mm -hmm. always looking to improve themselves. Um, and then big, big, big right now, and maybe COVID helped this. I'm sure it did, is people want to escape their W-2. I mean, it's mm -hmm. a big deal right now. COVID pushed that further for us, but it's always been a driver for us. And after COVID, there's an enormous increase, as you know, in entrepreneurship. And when you look at what we do and the return on the other end for the, for the minimal overhead, it's a, it's a no brainer for like six and seven figure earners. I'm saying to, to say, all right, I'm leaving that. I'm coming over here. That, that, those are big. So what, I mean, we've had, you've had, we've had incredible appreciation in real estate lately over the last few years. Yeah. So when you look at that and people are like, Hey, you know what, this opportunity looks like maybe the, the risk is on the higher end right now. I don't know if this is the time for me to be getting in. What are you saying to people like that? 
This is beautiful. And I didn't tell you to ask me this. So <laughs> here's the deal. It's the complete opposite of what the media is screaming. Why? Because interest rates just doubled in the course of what, five months? Crazy. Yep. Literally doubled. So now you have hundreds of thousands, who knows what the numbers of buyers that just got pushed to the sideline who five or six months ago, Eric, thought, I, I'm going to buy my own house. Now they can't. Like that's tearjerker oh. for people. Yeah. So now we can help them because we, we creatively do that the way we do our terms deals, our, our creative real estate deals. Now, if they all can't buy, what's going on with the sellers? They're having trouble. Right. The opportunity right now for creative real estate just quadrupled in the last five or six months. So we, mm. we are ecstatic. And I tell people this, I've been screaming about this on my show. In the next nine to 12 months, if someone's serious, I'm not saying it's a cakewalk, if they're serious, you can create a decade of income inside this, this niche, whether it's me or someone else. You can, in creative real estate, you can create a decade of income if you work with some focus and have some help. What are maybe stories for you or stories for some of your greatest clients? I'd love to hear more from you, if possible, of some of the things that you feel like the freedom, go back to kind of redefining success, that taking part of this process has given to you. What are some of the greatest things that you're like, man, this was just an incredible gift of something I didn't expect when I came into this? Yeah. I'll, 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 so I'll give you one of mine, then I'll give you an, an individual. So it's not all me. So I just I got back yesterday, last night from a trip to Vermont and 30 years ago, 30, I said, we set a goal. My wife, Kim and I, we married 37. Mm. We set a goal to have a piece of land there, a significant piece looking at mountains. And I thought when I was that age, you know, the tyranny of house snuck in. Well, I, I can't, I don't know how I'm going to do that, but I kept the goal in the back of my mind. All right. So we accomplished that in April of 20 and we're now building a home up there. And I said when I was up there last week to your question, back in the day pre-08, when I was, say, a broker or a builder or a transactional person, an entrepreneur, I couldn't do that. I was tied to a market or a job or a deal. I could not go do that. Well, I spend 10 or 14 days up there every month now with these. Mm -hmm. Everything runs. It's So that that's an understatement for freedom, for sure, for sure. On the student side, this is a cool one that came to mind when you asked. Brian in Chicago was a 17-year elevator salesman. Uh, really? So yes, we have some really good jokes on that. And <laughs> he, his son said to him, he traveled every other week. His son said to him, Dad, you know, I kind of don't want you to leave. Like that gets to be to tear in your coat a little bit. So he came in with us in November 19 and said, Chris, I got a goal. I want to leave my job. And I think it was a couple of years, a really good paying job, six, yeah. multiple six figures. Yeah. He did that in about nine months. Uh, and he created in his really? first eight deals, a little over 800 grand. He's over a million now that, that, that talk about creative lifestyle. He doesn't miss a baseball game now. Will not, you know, so this, that's a game changer for people. And I could go on and on, but that, those are the stories that, that we alluded to earlier, you and I, on that other question. So I'm going to, you have not stepped into my world. I'm going to step you into my world for just a minute because everything that you're describing are things that I'm super passionate about. Um, one of the things that I like to tell people is if all you're pursuing is ROI, return on investment, for the sake of return on investment, you miss the point of everything. Agree. And what I've termed it is there's a different ROI, which is return on intention. And return on intention actually gives you a better return on investment. But it starts with this idea that what you're pursuing is one of three. What I tell people is when you feel like I'm not getting enough return on investment, you're probably missing out on a connection standpoint, meaning you probably have a whole from a connection to your faith, a connection to you're not taking care of your body or you're not, or a connection to your family. One of those three things is the hole you're trying to fill and you think that money is going to fill it. So as it relates to that and what you've kind of learned and then what you're helping, you know, Brian, the elevator salesman and other people like that, as I kind of explain that to you, 
it sounds like your system is really something that does that, that really kind of opens people up to return on intention. But if they come in this simply for the sake of, look, I just want to make more money, they miss the point. So what have you seen along the way as you've learned and explored this yourself that really kind of, I guess, echoes that or solidifies that fact? Yeah, you're so spot on. And we and I said earlier, we haven't chatted. So this is interesting. Um, when you said the avatar, we also tend to, if I talk, if I'm sitting in my group and once a month, I do it privately with my highest group. I coach them personally. Yeah. Every, every time in one shape, form or, or fashion or another, it comes out that they're there because they like to help people, which is amazing mm. to me because they, they're the highest committed. They do the most deals and that's what they like about this niche. It's crazy. And then some buyers and sellers will feed that back to us. They'll say, you know why I went with you as an investor now, take my coaching hat as an investor, because you guys help people. And when my son came in and joined me, he was a realtor and he let his license go. And he said, dad, there's, I've never seen such a healthy environment because nothing against realtors. I was one for eight years, but you have realtor, buyer and seller, and they're usually not a win, win, win. Right. And there's usually some whining and some battling going on. And in this, it's a win, win, win. You're helping a seller to our point earlier. They might not have an easy time selling now as things change and a buyer who just was totally frustrated. So mm. this is all about, and then of course we win or we couldn't do it. So it is all about helping. It's absolutely amazing energy. No, oh, that's fantastic. That's fantastic. Um, is there anything you haven't had a chance to share or anything that I haven't asked you that you were hoping to, to get to tell today? <clears throat> um, I'll, I'll say this one thing. This could be talked about like getting help after the OE crash. It doesn't matter if you're in real estate. This is a general comment. Three, three simple steps. One, find a niche, an industry, a business, something that you can get passionate about, right? That's number one. Yeah. And so if it's in real estate, a niche in real estate, there's so many. Number two, find someone that just like I alluded to earlier that I had to reach out to, find someone who's where you want to be mm. and is still active. I don't care if you want to open a restaurant, find someone who's where you want to be and is still actively doing it so yeah. you can get the experience you need when bumps come. They do come. It's called life. And then right. third, put the blinders on for 36 months. There's just so many people that are chasing mm. the next, 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 next. Oh, and they that's get good. caught in this rat race. So. Yeah, I think your 36 months is probably the best recommendation. It's the next shiny thing, right? That's always yep. the greatest risk to us accomplishing anything. Yep. Um, what about resources, websites, books, things like that? What What would you like to share with the audience to make sure they've got access to? Um, uh, well, I said to you earlier, I'll give all your tribe, all your listeners a, a free book. And this, this is not one of those offers where you, it says free and then you can put your credit card in for shipping. Uh, <laughs> we will ship a hard copy of the best, a uh, couple of the best selling books to you. Uh, just go to wickedsmartbooks.com forward slash kingdom. Okay. Um, zero dollars and zero credit card will be put in there. We'll just get them out to you. Just put your info in there. Oh, I love that. Thank you. Yeah. Everybody needs to get a copy of these books. And I love what you're talking about. One of the other things we're going to put in the show notes, show notes, you've got a master class and some strategy calls that you offer. I'm going to recommend that everybody who's listening, especially if you're more intrigued by what they're doing here, just to kind of, you know, Chris and his team, everything that you've said has resonated with me. I'm even curious more about some Good of the deal. things that you're doing. So um, I'd be excited to know more about that. If someone wants to get in touch with you, what's the best way to do that? You know, they can just go to the site, Eric, smartrealestatecoach.com. That that uh, strategy call link is is you're going to give them. That'll get them to us as well. And I'm happy to chat with people at any at any point. The free books will come either way, and you'll have more contact info in there. Awesome. I told you this was coming. This is my favorite question to ask every time. It's always my last question. In three, in three generations, what do you hope that your great-grandchildren remember about you? Yeah, no, even though you did warn me, that doesn't mean I had time to think about it because I was talking to you. <laughs> 
um remember about me that i had time um with them because at i'm 56 so at my age I, it's all about creating experiences yeah so i want them because you can't buy that it's it, at all ever so that's what Vermont's all about. It's about creating family experiences. I want them to, to be able to look back and say, yeah, they spent the time that we created some amazing memories together. Mm, mm. And I'm looking at the sign behind. If you're listening, you can't tell this, this live with Papa. I'm going to imagine that has something to do with building memories. My, my grandson, Remy, when uh, my first father's day with him, he's going to be five this year, uh, gave me that live with Papa uh, because I had the podcast going. Oh, and, got it. And so I, got I'm it. glad you're probably the first person that read that. So I appreciate that. <laughs> Chris, thank you so much for being on the show. It's been a pleasure just sharing your story. And thank you for making the time for us. It's been, been a pleasure. You got an awesome, awesome show. Great questions. All right. Thank you so much, Chris. Thank you, everyone. We'll see you again next time. God bless you. Eric L. Dunavit here. Thank you so much for joining us for Redefining Success, the Kingdom Builder Spotlight. If you're a business owner or a family who is actively redefining success or have thoughts on kingdom impact or generational prosperity, and you would like to be a guest on the show, then I invite you to apply. Visit www.ericldunavit.com slash podcast slash apply. Also, if you enjoyed today's episode, I would love for you to share that either through text or social media. Take a screenshot of the show and share that and share what you learned. If you know anyone that should be a guest on our show, we would also love for you to connect us to them. The best way to do that is to use hashtag redefining success. I love to read your thoughts and shares on social media. And we also are honored just to get any recommendations of people that you think we should be interviewing on the show. We are constantly adding new content, adding new podcasts. So first and foremost, I'm going to recommend that you subscribe so that you don't miss a thing. Also, you all of your likes, your reviews, your shares, all of that makes a big difference to the show. So if you'll include those when you can, we definitely appreciate it. If you'd like to get in touch with me, visit www.ericl360.com and all of my connections to social and other ways to get in touch with me are there. This is Eric L. Dunavant, the Mindset Disruption Strategist, signing off. Until next time.